Well, good evening, everyone. Thank you so much once again for joining us on this segment of Table Talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome for those of you that are joining us online, those of you that are joining us on our podcast. We just want to welcome you. And tonight I am joined by someone super special. You've seen her on several occasions on our <laughs> Table Talks. And this is my pastor, my mentor, and my very dear friend, Pastor Marcia Castillo from ESYF Church. And so, yay! I'm so glad you're here with me. So, so glad. Thank you for having me. It's a wonderful experience every time we get together yes. and we talk about the Word and yep. we talk about the many topics that are so uh, important for us to address during these yes. times. So, yep. feel... Uh, part of the family tonight yeah. feel welcomed and uh, open your heart that's open right your ears and let the Holy Spirit lead us into this very yeah. uh, interesting and much-needed conversation yeah yeah right? absolutely and that's that's what I love about our table talks because we um, expound on messages that we've given before mm -hmm. or you know whatever the Lord leads us to talk <clears throat> about it's that's what it is, conversational pieces. So yes. that's what this is about. For those of you that may not know, Pastor Marsha and Eddie Castillo are our pastors. They are covering at Word of Faith Global Ministries, and they have a church in the city of Miami. I would love for you to just give uh, people information regarding your church uh, in case we have viewers that are in that area and looking for a church. Yes, so. we are in the Kendall area, uh, 117th and 74th. And we've been there since January of last year. It was a tremendous blessing uh, and a testimony that during the pandemic, we were able to acquire yeah. this piece of land and prepare the temple where we have services. Uh, it's been very uh, interesting to say the least, yeah. but here we are uh, blessed, grateful, yeah. and uh, serving the Lord Amen. nonstop until the day of his return. That's, that's what we shall do occupy until, he until comes. I come. That's right. That's so right. that's basically what we do. Yeah. We uh, minister the Word of God. We teach the Word of God. We have a school. Yeah. We have a ministry for the youth. We have a ministry for children, which is a very important part of our ministry. Uh, we call it Generations, and um, we are working on getting the children and the young adults of our church ready for the second coming, for yeah. Jesus' return. Amen. Uh, teaching them about the Word and teaching them to serve and love God and love people. So here we are. Where can someone find your church and your um, and your messages, like say YouTube channel or YouTube your channel website? And the website <clears throat> is under esyf.org uh, mm -hmm. and esyf church in uh, YouTube. Okay. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. I'm also uh, in Instagram um, alone. I'm right. under Marcia Castillo or Marcia Castillo. Um, I've written a book a yes, couple of years ago, to say that. Yes. Uh, The Essence of the Creator, that's what it's called, and um, yeah, it's been fun doing yeah. ministry. And in, <laughs> and in the works for a second one. <clears throat> in the works for a second book, yeah. which is going to be very different from this first yeah. book that I wrote. Um, very different topics. Yeah. I think we're going to, I think, you know, like you and I were discussing earlier today, we've gotten to that point of no return mm -hmm. in our walk with the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, everything that we have heard, the prophecies uh, from ancient times, yep. I think everything is coming to a head and I think we need to shift gears, sort mm. of speak. Mm. We need to shift gears and start paying attention to what the Holy Spirit is saying yeah. to the church yeah. during this time. Yeah. It's a time unlike any other. Yes. It's a time uh, where we are in preparation to go into the next phase. Yeah. Um, that may entail a lot of different things. Right. None of them comfortable. Right. Uh, some of them definitely difficult. But nonetheless, we have to go through them yeah. and uh, we have to face whatever is coming yeah. head on. Yeah. So, you know, the messages that we give, uh, a lot of times we do talk about end time prophecies. We do talk a, a lot about, you know, types and shadows in the Bible and a lot about what Jesus spoke, especially when it comes to Matthew 24 and maybe the book of Revelation. I know that you've, you've taught on Revelation. I've taught on Revelation. It's not a popular subject. It's not one that people are 
wow, I'm really wanting to go hear this end time prophecy or this end time teaching. People have fear of the unknown. Yeah. People don't want change. People normally resist change. Yeah. And to accept the reality of Jesus' uh, return mm -hmm. is to say in a way, I'm going to have to give up my lifestyle. Right. They think they're going to have to give up their family. Right. You know, uh, I'm not going to see my children growing right. up, getting married. It's an emotional subject for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I can understand that. Yeah. Um, but mostly, I think it's fear of the unknown. Hence the need for us to talk about heaven, yes. angels, right. what's to come. Uh, I usually tell our congregation, you know, we have this perception that when we make it to heaven, we're going to have a white robe and a, and a harp in I our hands, and we're just going to, you know, be playing yes. the harp the whole time. <laughs> Nothing further from the truth. Yeah. But unless we dig into the Word and we study right. and we, uh, you know, meditate on what mm -hmm. we are reading, it's impossible to know what's to come. Yeah. And therefore, people are going to be fearful. Yeah. And, and I find, too, that you, I know that your teachings, you know, <clears throat> Pastor Eddie's teachings and preachings and, and as well as ours, um, we don't, we try not to, try not to, no, we don't sugarcoat the Word of God. And we don't, um, we don't give just very superficial type teachings either. We like to dive right in because we want growth in the life of those that are, you know, congregating in our churches and members of our churches. I think it's such a huge responsibility yeah. to pastor a church. Yeah. It's such a huge responsibility to teach the Word of God. And I may have you sitting in my pew today. But that may be the one and only opportunity I get to impact That's your so life. True. That's so true. There's a lot of transient people so in true. the churches nowadays, nowadays. And I think it's important for us to, first of all, allow the Holy Spirit to tell us, to communicate to us what He wants to convey. Mm -hmm. It's not so much that I want to teach. If it was up to me, I would teach about all the beautiful things right. in the Bible and nothing else. But it's really not about what we want to say. Rather, uh, what does the Holy Spirit want to yeah. say? Jesus, we're going to find in the Word that He kept saying, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is exactly. saying to the church. Exactly. So it's not so much what we want to say, but rather, what is God trying yeah. to say to us? If, he, yeah. if there's anyone on the planet, on the universe, that knows what's coming down the pike, it's the Lord. Absolutely. So I want to make sure that I hear from Him. Yeah. And, and therefore, uh, you know, you know that we face persecution. Yes. Criticism. Yes. Uh, some people ridicule, mocking, are yeah. mocking yeah. Uh, <clears throat> scoffers. You know, because people don't understand and they may tell us like it's happened to us. You, you're always talking about the rapture or you're always mentioning yeah. this or mentioning that. But guess what? What a tremendous responsibility yeah. we have before the Lord. Absolutely. What if it's Absolutely. that one time oh my goodness. that I have your ear and I let you go and you don't know yeah. that the rapture can take place tomorrow. Exactly. What then? Yeah, it's a matter of life and death. Absolutely. And you're affecting the life of that individual Absolutely. Uh, for, you know, choosing between heaven and hell. Um, we, we live in a modern society, and uh, I believe that we are living in these very interesting times, very crucial times. Uh, that's not to say that things that have happened in the past, uh, whether it's hundreds of years ago, 10 years ago, 30 years ago, or millennia, there's always a transition. There's always um, things that um, affect the, a generation or affect a culture. And um, many times, uh, I believe that, especially nowadays, I believe that God is trying to really speak to His people and trying to get our attention. And, and that's not to say that that hasn't happened in the past. Of course, God's always spoken to His people. But I believe, as well as you do, that the Lord's return is so close, so imminent, that there are things happening around us in our culture, in our world, in the atmosphere, things that are happening in the world today that really do um, point to a time where 
this this is gonna this 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 era this church age is going to end and again it's not a popular subject but we need to get deeper into studying the word of god and knowing what the word of god has to say because if we don't we can be tossed by the winds and waves and we could be led in different directions if we're not really grounded in god's word we are transitioning thank you for that and it could be a good transition or it could turn into a dangerous transition yeah because if i transition with knowledge yeah i am able to discern and i'm able to control so to speak where i'm going or what right. I, what i'm transitioning into right but when i do not have knowledge when i don't have understanding of what i'm doing i'm still transitioning yeah. see this is not up for uh, a vote mm -hmm. you know this is not whether hey do you want to transition do you want to stay where you're at no we are all transitioning one way or another it's yeah. inevitable yeah unavoidable and we must transition with knowledge yeah. and with understanding in our hearts yeah um dr tony evans and i talked about this at our church last week uh said recently that america was facing judgment because the church is uh cultural and not biblical mm. and that made such an impact in my heart and i said you know what um we have to be so very careful Yes. That we don't fall into that trap of being cultural because we want to, you know, attract people. We want people mm -hmm. to come right. to church. Right. We must stay yeah. biblical. We must stay yeah. grounded in the yeah. word. We must go back to the ancient path. Oh, yes. Prayer, intercession, fasting, worship, obedience, and holiness. Oh, yes. Critical element of our walk Absolutely. with the Lord. The Word of God says that if you're not holy, unless you're holy, what? You will not see the Lord. Mm. So these are critical things that we need to um, pay attention to. And if we're going to be a cultural church, that means that I have to adapt, mm. that I have to give up a lot of the values that mm -hmm. I've held dear in order to accommodate these other things that are coming into mm -hmm. the church that's right which are very dangerous that's very true you know it's very interesting you just said that <clears throat> we're transitioning um, we are in the middle of a uh, it's the month of June so we're in the middle of this uh, really neat series entitled the Giants must fall mm -hmm. and when uh, Pastor Ricky and I you know prayed about the series we pray in advance and we you know schedule our our series in advance and um, I make mention of this, I'm going to make mention of this, um, this coming Sunday, and I mentioned it last, uh, the first Sunday of the month, and that is that uh, I, I didn't really know where God was leading me personally into preaching or teaching this series. And I've got to tell you, the Lord really did something very interesting at the beginning of the month because I went back to... Um, you know, Genesis 6, and I spoke about the giants, I spoke about the Nephilim, I spoke about how that really, all of that culminates to where we are today in our day and age. It all, it all connects. It's all part of it, right? right. So I, I'm going to be speaking a little more in depth this coming Sunday because I started the series now I'm going to wrap it up at the end of the month and I mentioned the very fact that we are in a culture we are living in a culture that is increasingly morphing and transitioning and and I go on to mention I brought my notes because this is something I'm giving you all, by the way, if you're listening to this message, I'm giving you a taste of what this coming Sunday is going to be about. So you all better not miss next Sunday. Uh, but at the same time, I love um, having Pastor Marsha here because she can really help us glean a lot uh, more information on this. But talk a little bit about the whole AI, ah. the metaverse, the transhumanism, <clears throat> the posthumanism. I talk a little bit about that. I'm going to be talking about this is like the people that want to 
go to church but don't want to hear about the rapture. Right. Uh, there's a lot of people that do not want to hear about any of these things that are transitioning and that are coming up. Right. Right. From the shadows. If yeah. It's been there all along. Yes. It's been developing. It's been growing. It's like an embryo mm -hmm. that's developing and forming in, in darkness. And then one day, pff, I'm here. Yeah. What are you going to do now? Yeah. Uh, these topics, the giants, uh, AI, uh, the UFOs, mm -hmm. all these things yep. are all coming to a head. Yes. And um, as you and I were discussing earlier, um, this is the time to talk about these topics. Yeah. This is what the Spirit of God is bringing to the surface. We need to pay attention. We need to know where all these things are coming from. Yeah. And you may say, well, that's not in the Word of God. Well, I got news for you. Yes, it is. All of it. It's all yeah. there. Whatever we're going to face on the planet, whatever we, we're ever going to encounter or battle, it's all in the Word. Yeah. The Lord has made provision for His people. Yes, that's the right. The ones that are part of the tribe of Issachar. Mm to know the times mm. and to know what to do as well. Absolutely. And I wholeheartedly believe that the Lord is equipping the church yeah. during this time to be able to open our hearts, our minds, our understanding and say, okay, these things are all in front of me. I could either choose to be ignorant or I could choose to dig into the word, Yeah. buckle up and listen. That's right. And yes, these are very controversial topics. Yeah. Um, these are topics that a lot of people feel uncomfortable with. Yeah. But nonetheless, yeah. what's going to happen or what are you going to do when your 12-year-old or your 8-year-old comes home and says, Mom, they were talking about UFOs in school today. Mm -hmm. Will you know what to say to your child? Yeah. Will you know yeah. what to do with <laughs> that conversation? <laughs> yeah. How are you going to feel about all, yeah. all of that? Because you know what? Knowledge is power. Yeah, absolutely. Once you have knowledge and once you have understanding, none of these things can inflict yeah. fear. Yeah. And I think that's so critical. I think the church of the Lord Jesus Christ needs to wake up. We need to uh, move out of that comfort zone in mm -hmm. which we've been mm -hmm. in for a very long period yeah. of time. Yeah. Not to say asleep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and we need to face this head on yeah and say let's talk about let's talk about the elephant in the room in the room how many pastors do you hear talking about none these topics very few very few very few and i've had conversations with prominent people uh, people that have uh global ministries mm -hmm. and they have told me you know to my face, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not too fluent in what you're talking about. I don't know what to say. Uh, this is too much uh, weirdness for me, mm -hmm. and it's not in the word. And yes, yeah. UFOs with that specific uh, term is not in the word. But if you dig yeah. and you find out who these entities are, right. you're going to know that it's been there since yeah. Genesis. Yeah, and that's, that's why... Mm -hmm. I want, and, and I know that it's the leading of the Holy Spirit. I know that he's leading us to these topics for this time. Because what are you going to do? I mean, think about this. We're pastors. We pastor a flock. We pastor a congregation. <clears throat> what are we going to do if we don't talk about these topics? And tomorrow, you know, they, they've already been talking about you know, exposing this and the military and all of that. Listen, once the Pentagon and the right. military got involved in this, once this escalated to the White House, right, this brings authentication right to this topic. Right. It's not some weirdo in the woods that saw some right. lights. No, 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 exactly. no, no, no. This is a different ballgame now. Exactly. <clears throat> now we're in the major leagues and the White House in the near future, I'm sure, mm -hmm. is going to have to make a statement. Yeah. Because the government is going to have to release yeah. the documents Absolutely. that they have. Yeah. With all the proof and all the things that they've been hiding for many, many years. Yeah. So what are we, um, as the body of Christ, what are we going to do? How are we going to react? 
How is that going to affect our theology? Exactly. This is a really, really critical That's question. That's it. Will you then allow all these things and the news and the media, um, uh, will you allow them to interfere with your faith and your belief system? Right. Are you going to believe then that there's really no God? Yeah. That it was these aliens that came and seeded the planet? Mm -hmm. That the aliens gave us our DNA? Mm. What are we going to believe? What are we going to yeah. do? Yeah. And there are a lot of Christians that call themselves Christians or, you know, they go to church on a regular basis, they read their Bible, and they believe that there are outer space aliens mm -hmm. living in Mars or yeah. living in other, you know, planets. Yeah. Um, I, I want to share this with you, and I want to go back to that in just a second. But um, this, this coming Sunday, um, I make mention that it's that all of this has been a seed war from the very beginning of from the, the beginning from Genesis 3:15 that's exactly right and i i read a title of a um of a of an article which becomes a podcast recently and it says new poll reveals the ramifications of a passing generation wow and uh, it's, it actually states that we're experiencing the ramifications of previous generations passing away that upheld the moral and biblical standards of the Word of God, leaving a void for the next generation longing for leadership to lead them in this present hour of darkness. And that to me was shocking. Yes. On top of that, I was hearing an interview with a gentleman that we're familiar with, Tim Alberino, mm -hmm. and you'll hear me mention his name this coming Sunday, and he said something in this uh, interview that was also very alarming, and he says the following, I'm going to quote this for a moment, It's he says, our generation is transitioning. So exactly what we've been talking about. I don't, I don't believe that this is coincidence. I believe that God is speaking to his people. Yes, preparing okay. our hearts. He is. And he goes on to say, we may be one of the last generations of humans on earth because we are heading towards a post-human paradigm, mm -hmm. a post-human apocalypse. He says there are very significant prophetic implications to that. Post-humanism is the end of humanity. And he says that's what transhumanism is. Transhumanism is a transition from where we are now, the human species, as still the offspring of Adam, transitioning into a post-human species, which is no longer the offspring of Adam. Correct. This will eventually mm -hmm. be a willful transaction. It's the selling of our birthright for a bowl of stew with the promise of eternal life through technology. And he goes on to say we are being conditioned for that right, right now. now. And I think we can all agree that that is truth. It shocked me when I heard him say that because I thought, dear God in heaven, yes. Artificial intelligence is here. And it doesn't matter how much it um, intimidates us. It doesn't matter uh, how much we want to deny that that's going to happen. It's here. Yeah. This is not something that's coming down the pike. This is not something that's coming 10, 30 yeah. years from now. It's here yeah, it is. now. Yeah, it is. And we need to... I think we had our dress rehearsal with the pandemic. Yeah. I yeah. think we had our dress rehearsal with the vaccine. Yeah. Now, what a controversial topic. And I do not want to get into that because this is not about that. Yeah. But I think it was a dress rehearsal in the sense that we all experienced what coercion feels mm -hmm. like. Absolutely. Uh, the confusion. Uh, if you don't do this for the good of the people, right. then we are going to exclude you yeah. from society. Yeah. You're not going to be able to enter a restaurant. You're not going to be able to go buy groceries. I don't know, but that kind of rings a bell in my uh, mind. Yeah. I've read that before. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Yes. So I think that the Lord is allowing us to see and live through all these things to to tell us, to, to awaken us uh, to the reality that we are here. Yeah. We are at this point, this junction in which 
we're going to have to make choices and they're going to have they're going to be difficult choices yeah uh, so our recommendation is buckle up mm -hmm. get in the word right pray have a prayer life yeah do have a, a worship altar at home mm -hmm. get your family conditioned and used to doing these things at home yeah. and prepare yeah prepare for what for the worst no right we have a promise absolutely he said he would come back and that for me yeah takes away fear yeah absolutely that's it i i i i don't fear yeah i'm excited yeah because i've i've seen I understand what yeah. we are going into, what we are walking into, what we are flying into, yes. actually. Mm -hmm. um, and we may not, God willing, if our theology is sound, yeah. we may not get to experience any of yeah. these things. Yeah. Um, but yes, um, AI is not a thing that's in the future. It's here It's now. here. It's so here. how do we, as the body of Christ, deal with all these things? What are we going to do? Yeah. Well, the same thing with the whole alien situation, the whole, a, uh, what is it now, UFOs, now it's uh, I, uh, aircraft something, AEI, or I don't something remember like what that. it is, UFO and something like that. Um, that's the same thing with that, is that, <laughs> I'll give you a scenario that keeps popping up in my mind. What if, and maybe I've seen too many sci-fi movies, but what if some, at some point in time, some alien spacecraft comes <laughs> and pretty much a lot of people witness this and some alien looking type creature comes out and says, like you said a minute ago, we're your creators. We're the ones that did all of this. There's a huge movement in the United States that believes that. Because they don't know the Lord. Yeah. And they need to have some kind of, they need to understand all these phenomenon that are taking place. They, they cannot comprehend. Yeah. They have no sources. Yeah. Okay, we have a different story. We have a different position. We are we are in desperate need to reconcile what we are living through yeah. with what the Word of God says. Right, right. And once you say, "Oh, the Lord has really been warning us for a very long time right. that this was going to come," that these entities, yeah, whom he's but he's been at war for millennia, yeah, are go coming to ahead this yeah. war is coming to an end yeah and we are smack in the middle of it that's right they want to destroy us mm -hmm. they want to uproot us from the kingdom of God because at the end of the day by harming us they think that they're harming the Lord correct because we are the apple of his eyes yeah we are his beloved yeah. and so we are in the middle of this raging war and the Spirit of God is telling this generation, we are also called the terminal generation, mm. uh, hey, wake up. Yeah. Because the White House, one of these days, we're going to wake up and the White House is going to be on NBC, CBS, CNN, Fox News, and every other news outlet saying, guess what? They're here. Yeah, absolutely. And then what? And then what? Yeah. But what are we supposed to do with that? Like you said, how do we reconcile that? How, how, what is it that we're going to do as individuals, as followers of Christ, as pastors? What are we going to do when people start knocking at our door? Pastors, you've never talked about this. What, what is this? Is there really a God? Is there really a God? Is he really real? Is he really our father? Or are we just an experiment yeah. from some alien uh, species? Yeah. Has this all been a lie? A lot of people are going to fall for that lie. I believe so. Because they I have not so. been prepared. Yeah. They have not studied. They have not been taught yeah. that all these things have been here since the book right. of Genesis. Yeah. The Lord has been talking about these individuals or these entities yeah. since 
that time. Absolutely. And now that all things are, we're about to transition mm -hmm. into the new kingdom. Yeah. Uh, now that we're about to transition into that time, into that frame of uh, being, if you can call it that, um, we have to go through this very dark tunnel and deal with all these things that are, mm -hmm. that are coming up. It's unavoidable. Yeah. We are on a collision course with the truth. Yes. And we need to know what is truth. What like is Pontius truth. Pilate said, mm -hmm. what is truth? Mm -hmm. Well, truth is the word of God. Absolutely. And nothing can move you from that. Absolutely. No aliens, no spaceships, no AI, no yep. transgenderism, none of that. We yep. need to stick to the word of God. That's right. Uh, and be firm. Yeah. And be patient. Yeah. And allow all these things to play out. That's right. But in the meantime... In the meantime... <laughs> we stay put. We stay put and we stay, we stay scripturally sound. We cannot be swayed. We cannot be swayed by anything that is happening in our culture. Anything that, that comes against what God has to say in his word. When we started having this very difficult conversation was a few years ago. Yes. And do you recall um, that I shared with you and my husband and Pastor Ricky were there as well. I said to you, my concern mm -hmm. is that when all of this comes out right and it's public information the church of the lord jesus christ is going to suffer the most yeah i agree with that i think the great falling away refers to something related yeah. to these things yeah so let's talk about this for a minute what are these things what can they be are they are they these little creatures in mars walking around um, abducting people from earth and doing all sorts of things to their bodies and are they like ETs and trying to connect with us and some that are trying to connect with that what are these things are they aliens did God create and these are questions that believe it or not we've been, we've been I have been asked yeah pastor do you believe in aliens yes yes <laughs> and the answer is no right however I must understand, number one, the spirit world yes. is rich, complicated. Right. And there are a lot of different beings and entities that are in the spirit world. And these are things that a lot of churches don't even touch. Yeah. For the love of God. There are a lot of churches, a lot of churches out there that just don't want to touch the supernatural. At all. They consider... Speaking in other tongues, the language of heaven, the language of the spirit, they consider that to be demonic. Right. Imagine how they're going to tackle. They will do a very yeah. poor job at explaining all these incredible things right. that we are witnessing and that are only going to increment. Yeah. And if you dismiss the supernatural part of our Christian theology... You miss everything that's in the Word of God because everything in here is supernatural. We are part of a supernatural kingdom. Absolutely. And we are body, but we have a spirit. Absolutely. We can function in the physical realm, but we have more power and more uh, 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 reach and more mm. influence in the spiritual world. Absolutely. So yeah. these are things that we cannot ignore. And going back to what you were saying... Um, you know, the spirit world is very rich. There's all kinds of creatures and, and, and right. things that we cannot all address today. But one verse in specific uh, is the uh, what Genesis says talks what Genesis talks about. I'm sorry, and is the sons of God. Yeah. And there's all kinds of theories out there, but the word of God is very clear. Yes, absolutely. I touched on that um, at the beginning of the month. I touched on Genesis 6, and I have I have the uh, verse here to, to read it for those of you that may not be familiar with it. But Genesis 6, verse 1, it says, Now it came about when men began to multiply on the face of the land, and daughters were born to them, 
that the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and they took wives for themselves whom they chose. Verse 3 says, Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever because he, is, he also is flesh. Nevertheless, his days shall be 120 years. Verse 4, The Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they born children unto them. Now you can take a look at that verse and you can think you can dismiss the supernatural portion of it. You can dismiss the fact that the sons of God there is talking about an angelic realm if you will not flesh and blood men right and they they committed treason they committed sin against god yes. they they um uh, uh, dismissed their abode and came down and had sexual relations let's just call it what it is and created oh, that's the only way to procreate that's it and they and this verse 4 that the nephilim were on the earth during that time and you touched on this when you came to our church and gave that um, seminar mm -hmm. if you recall mm -hmm. these were giants mm -hmm. and they were a hybrid race and, and for the record there is plenty plenty of evidence throughout the earth right that these giants were roaming yes the planet yes and they had buildings mm -hmm. and they had uh, altars of sacrifice right some of them are so big yeah that they cannot be explained yeah. and of course they cannot explain it or understand who would have built this because they're missing the part where the information is right. coming from this is the origin of everything and the the explanation to anything and everything on the on, on in our life is here right. in the word so of course all these scientists and all these people that are uh, you know digging all these sites and finding all these temples and all these incredible buildings like yeah. uh, the buildings we saw in Petra yeah uh, the treasury for example the door and the hinges for the doors were yeah. like ginormous yeah we know where that's from yeah we know who lived there yeah it's right here it's in right the word there. of God it's right there and, and it's fascinating to me because you know some some verses are difficult to understand and we could very easily skim through it and just like not pay any attention to it but when we really get to studying exactly what that means God has it there for a purpose I've always said that every single verse here is for a purpose when you read all of the begats it is there for a reason. It is there for a purpose. Agreed. If you look at Genesis 6 that we just read those first few uh, verses, and you go to ver uh, chapter 7, we read about the flood. And then if you fast forward to Matthew 24, mm -hmm. verses 38 and 39, what does Jesus say? As For as in the days of Noah, they were marrying, they were giving in marriage, they were drinking, they were having a blast. They were doing. They were sinning. They were doing. They, it yes. was evil. The Nephilim were on the earth at that time. Mm -hmm. It was absolute evil that was happening on the earth during that time. And then he says, "So it shall be at the coming of the Son of Man." And what do we see in our society right now? Everything is chaotic. Everything. Everything is upside down. Everything is going in the complete opposite direction. Um, people don't want to hear about God. People don't care about God. People disrespect God. Yet they blame God when, things, when things happen. 100%. Our society is crumbling before yeah. our very eyes, like in the days of Noah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, I, and, I, and not to make this sound like a doom and gloom type of table talk, it's almost, I almost feel like we're sitting here sounding an alarm <laughs> or, or grabbing a trumpet sound and trying to sound it to wake us up, right? But not in a fearful way. Not, not in a fearful way at all. Not in a fearful way because once you understand and once you have knowledge, right. then the fear factor is taken out. Right. 
and right. then you begin to desire right the Lord's return yeah you want God's justice yeah. you want God to come and do something yeah because everything is simply crumbling before our very yeah. eyes absolutely so it's not a gloom and doom type of teaching or conversation yeah we are sounding the alarm um, maybe when you hear this conversation you say okay now I understand why I feel the way that I feel. Now I understand why I've been so alarmed mm -hmm. at everything that's going on. You know, they're talking about uh, a severe droughts. They're talking about forest fires. They're talking about the food uh, shortages, yeah. the uh, power shortages, mm -hmm. the, the cattle uh, dying, the cattle dying, mm -hmm. the chicken, uh, chickens having uh, the flu or whatever they call it. Uh, some kind of virus. Yeah. I mean, it's like everything is going nuts yeah, around us. Absolutely. And boy, that could be very fearful if you have family, if you have sure. uh, little children. But once you know that all these things, that the Lord is trying to show us what he's been dealing with all this time. Once you know that God knows this enemy, that the Lord has already mm -hmm. seen all of mm -hmm. this, understand that he has made provision for his children. Yes. Yes, This indeed. is not about being fearful. This yeah. is not about saying, oh my God, the, the earth, the, the world is going to end. No. There is a promise for us. Right. It's the beginning of all exactly. things. Yeah. It's the beginning of what's been promised since before yeah. the foundation of the earth. Yeah. So it should be, sorry if I sound weird, exciting. exciting. <laughs> you know <what> say that? <laughs> it's so true. It is. Yeah. I, I like uh, so much how Jesus forewarns us ahead of time in Matthew 24, because he does say, as in, for as in the days of, uh, before the flood, as in the days of Noah, if you think about it, what happened, yes, Let's put all let's put all the giants, the Nephilim, the evil, the I mean the perversion that was happening in the earth during that time. But let's look at Noah. God found Noah to be perfect. And that word perfect doesn't necessarily mean that he was perfect as you would see Jesus here on earth to be perfect, right? Mm -hmm. But his his um DNA had not been. Oh, you're going to have to invite me to another oh. <laughs> We're going to have to do We're going to have to do another two. Part two. Definitely part two. Yeah. But he, yeah. I mean, it it wasn't defiled. He was found righteous. He was found perfect. What happens with that is that God kept him and his family safe, didn't he? He sure did. While everything and everyone got destroyed. Because he believed God because he believed God. So the question is, will you believe God? Yeah. Will we stay faithful? Yeah. When everything is going haywire around us, will you stay focused on the word of the Lord? Yeah. On the promises of God. This is so critical at this point in our in our walk with the Lord because you and I are in touch with people every single day and you hear people talk and people say things to you and there's a lot of people that are having nervous breakdowns yeah that are having a lot of problems uh emotional problems spiritual problems yeah people are scared yeah it's been a difficult almost three years now yeah going on two and a half years um it's been it's been tough right you know a lot of people have lost their lives the family structure has changed jobs have changed schools have changed mm -hmm. and it's a lot to cope with but we must understand that the people of God God's yeah. children have a promise he will deliver us from yes. evil he will come and 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 rescue us from this madness yeah. but Will you believe that? Right. Yeah. Noah had to make a choice. Yeah. God said this very strange thing, this very strange element is going to come down and destroy everything. Mm -hmm. You've never seen it. You've never smelled it. But it's coming. Yeah. It's something I call rain. rain. 
this is an alien concept to you, but go ahead and prepare the ark. Yeah. And as you prepare the ark, tell the people that this mm -hmm. very strange thing, yeah. powerful, destructive, is coming. And whoever believes you will go into the ark with you. Yeah. It almost feels like we are like Noah. Exactly. Sounding the alarm. Hey, this very strange thing that we've never seen, yeah. that it's unknown to us, is coming. You want to come in? But people don't want to believe. That's it. And That's the so only good. difference between Noah, they all had the same message. They all had the same opportunity. Mm -hmm. The difference was that Noah believed. That Noah believed. Will you believe? Wow. Will you believe the Lord? A very strange thing is coming. Mm -hmm. Destructive. Difficult to deal with. You've never seen it. Yeah. But it's coming. Will you come in the ark? Will you believe God? Wow. Wow, that's good. We're definitely going to have to do a part two. <laughs> Most certainly we have to do a part two. Because we still haven't touched the alien thing. I believe they're entities. They're here. They are. They've never left. Yeah. I hate them. Yeah. I hate them with a passion. Yeah. And they are, and they are destroying families. Oh yes. Destroying so many things. Yes. And uh, it's unfortunate. But that's going to have to be part two. I'm sorry. I think we've got just a few minutes left. And we said we were going to we do, we do a short conversation, table talk. <laughs> a short table talk. It'll never happen. Short, <laughs> it will never happen when you and I are but this, together. But this is such an interesting topic and so important. I believe so. Um, you know, it's not just any conversation. This is um, what we are living with, what we're dealing yeah. with. And if we don't share the message, if we don't become God's Noah's, then who will? Who will? It's a great responsibility. Yes, it is. It really is. Yeah. So, we ask you exactly that. Yeah. Will you believe? Will you believe? And maybe you are listening to this or watching this tonight or whenever it is that you pick up this podcast or this uh, message on YouTube or Facebook and you say, you know, I, I'm not real sure about this whole topic, but I want to come on that ark and I want to be saved from the coming destruction because there is going to come a coming destruction. It's inevitable. It's in God's I word. I think we all know it. Yeah. We all know it. Yeah. We see it. It's everywhere. It's all around us. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. It is a matter of time. But we are living in exciting times. Do you want to have that spirit of expectation, knowing, believing, and trusting God that He's got your back and He's going to come for you? Jesus promises. He's built mansions in heaven and He's going to come back for us. That's right. That where He is, we will also be. So do you believe that? And uh, we're going to invite you tonight to just trust the Lord, to put your trust in Jesus. Because look, there's no other name that is, a, that is above. His name is above every other name. And He is the only way. He is the truth and He is the life. No one comes to the Father except through Him, Jesus Christ. There's no other God or entity. No other made-up God mm -hmm. that you can go to. And that will save you. That will offer you eternal life. Amen. Only God the Father, the creator of it all, will do that through his son Jesus Christ. So I invite you this evening, if that's you, would you say this prayer? And I would love for Pastor Marsha to lead you in this prayer. And you could just repeat it right there where you're at. If you're in a place with a lot of people, just say it under your breath. But believe it in your heart and confess it with your mouth. That Jesus Christ is Lord. And you know, then you're entered into the family of God and you're entering into a covenant relationship with God the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. Would you leave I, us? I think a lot of people, a lot of people think, that's too easy. Mm -hmm. That's too simple. 
We complicate everything. So true. It is very simple. Open yeah. your heart and say, Lord Jesus, mm. I come before you as a repented sinner. I recognize that you died on the cross to wash me of my sin, of my past. Today, I accept you as my Lord and Savior and declare that I am born again and that my name is written in the books in the Lamb's Book of Life. I accept you, I receive you as my Lord and Savior, and I am a new creature today in Christ Jesus. And I pray this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's simple. Amen. But with all your heart. Yeah. You do it with all your heart. And you say, you know what? I'm not going to wonder anymore. I'm not going to question anymore. I'm not going to doubt anymore. Open your Bible and tell the Holy Spirit, show me. Yeah. Teach me. I too want to believe. Amen. It's that simple. Amen. Yeah. And if there's anything supernatural, that is supernatural right <laughs> then and there. Because that means right now that the creator of everything is abiding in you or in your heart, in you right now. And that is a very supernatural thing. That's another teaching for another day. That's right. But anyway, thank you for joining me. <laughs> what as a wonderful always, time we've had. As always, we, we have to do thank you parts for two, me. three, four, five. Yes. We're to come <laughs> do this much more often. Yes. Uh, thank you all for joining us tonight. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, or maybe it's a renewing of your relationship with the Lord would you reach out to us? You can reach out to us at wordoffaithglobal.org and send us a message or send us a prayer request and we would love to come in agreement with you and pray together with you. If you're in the city of Miami Springs, come and visit us at Word of Faith Global Ministries. We're meeting at 701 Curtis Parkway and we would love to meet you. But for now, it's time to go. And uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us on Table Talk. We pray blessings upon blessings over your life in Jesus' mighty and precious name. And we will see you again. Don't miss Sunday. It's going to be a good one. We're going to talk a little bit about everything we've talked about today. So don't miss that. And also, uh, hook up with ESYF.org, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. As well. And their YouTube channel so you could listen to more messages. Amen. So God bless you. We love you. And take care. We'll see you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye.